Welcome, everybody. Uh, Mark, what's new with you? How's your week going? My week is good. Um, we celebrated my son's fifth birthday party yesterday, so did a few fun things. Hit up the movie theater, hit up the arcade, uh, kind of reliving my childhood as much as I can through him. And well, then yeah. today, my wife told me she wanted to, to get into sourdough bread, so she's stuck in April of 2020, which many of us feel the same way. Yeah, um, deja so, vu a little bit here. Yeah. yeah, that's our hobby for the next month is uh, sourdough bread, so... How about you? Uh, I'm not doing much baking right now or, or cooking. Um, I went to a basketball game. My son's doing basketball. Uh, that was that was kind of fun. Um, seeing the refs try to tackle the whole double dribble traveling. Rules. Oh, God. Do they really try and call it? They called it twice on two people who had no interest in dribbling. They, they like, were content okay. to just run down the field or the yeah. court rather. So I think there's got to be some boundaries where you have to pretend to dribble, right? Is the um, ball a full so, size like regulation NBA ball? No, no, okay. it's it's one step below. Yeah. Um, for them though, it's it's as if they were playing with a balloon, right? I mean, it's 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 huge. But yeah, uh, nine foot hoop. Uh, no one gets off the ground. Rebounds are just everybody's just putting their hands up and wildly shaking them. Um, but, but is that is that uh, really any different than what you and I look like when we play? Oh, it's same same darn thing. Yeah, same exactly. darn thing. So, um. <laughs> And, you know, trying to keep warm. It's uh, winter is is back. I don't know if it ever left. It's cold. Uh, just trying to do warm things inside. So yeah. I hope your bread tastes good. I hope the, the sour sourdough uh, rises, has risen. I'm sure you'll be part um, of the sampling committee at some point in time. Look forward to that. So yeah. uh, today we have a great lineup for you guys. We're talking mm -hmm. about the NFL, America's favorite game, uh, NFTs, and some parenting thoughts. So uh, without further ado, I'm Ian. And I'm Mark. And this get is into it. Get into it. Once again, we're a little off sync there, but you know, let's go with it. So yeah. here we are. Um, we're going to hit that jingle now. They got red hair. They really don't care what they talk about. They just want to have a good time. Well, talking online. Let's get into it. So our first topic is the 2021 2022 it's always it's always it's always two years you know these these, these seasons always go uh two years it seems like uh NFL Academic, season round up. Yeah. yeah so uh this the season's over the the playoffs are started today um some of my overall thoughts really quickly um you know towards the middle of the season and, and probably throughout the entire season I, I was hearing all these pundits say that you know any any game week to week they couldn't tell who who, who was going to win. Uh, favorites were getting upset. upset Any given Sunday, right? People, it was sort of the theater of the absurd kind of thing, right? Um, but I will say that if you look at the playoff teams, it's not surprising at all, right, Mark? It's the you have usual, usual suspects, yeah. Right, over, over a 17-week schedule, the cream rises, whatever is not the cream drops, and you have the Chiefs. The Buccaneers, the Packers, Cowboys, the Rams, and the Pats. Uh, there are obviously a few more teams in the playoffs. They've expanded it, I think, over the years. But those are the those are the top teams. Those are the teams that perennials they, they seem to compete every year, right? So maybe not what are the your Cowboys, thoughts on the regular yeah. season? Yeah. Well, I think I think you said it. The magic number seventeen. That's the big number this year. So of course they expanded it. Uh, maybe awkward once or twice with the bye weeks. I don't know. Yeah, bye weeks are weird. To it, um, you know, you and I were not we were not around in what was it nineteen. 1978 when we went from 14 to 16 i'm sure yeah. that felt weird god though i wish they would have gone 
from 16 to 18. You want, 18 number, you want that even number? It just bothers me. The records look all goofy, don't they? <laughs> 17 is a very awkward number. I think it's a prime number. Um, we'll oh, have to fact check wow. that. And, you know, you, <laughs> I mean, one of the things that came to my mind is like the, the idea of the home and away is like equal. You can't cut 17 and a half. So some no. had more home games, some had less home games. Um, I mean, they would have gone to 18 if they thought it could have passed, clearly. I mean, I'm assuming in the next 20 years, there'll be a push for that. Pitch the idea. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm sure, um, you know, it's, it's a money grab. It's TV money. It's, it's revenue. Um, I mean, clearly yeah. the NFL has shown time and time again that player safety is play second fiddle. Um, How much we, can do, of- we can do a whole pot on that, but yeah. Um, well, I but, guess the, the big the big thing for it for me is uh, records. What do they mean? Sure. Because when you got five thousand yards in a season, you had sixteen games to do it. Well, now you got a bonus game, right? So would you not yes. expect every quote unquote most in a season record to fall for the most part in the next decade? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I know that the talking heads were expecting the most uh, wide receiving yards to fall to beat the to beat Megatron record. Uh, I didn't. Um, it didn't. I think that uh, Cup is his last name. He had like 17 yards. He was like 17 yards short. So yeah, I mean, I'm obviously. sure that you know passing yards as a QB, like the the hallmark, most touchdowns thrown, most touchdowns caught, most rushing yards, most receiving yards. Um, having an extra game if these players take advantage of it, which no one rests anymore. Mark, let's face it. I mean, within two years they'll essentially be smushed. Um, so, you know, I guess records are kind of uh, sacrosanct in, in sports. So I mean, should we instead look at a, a, like a yards per game average? Is that what we care about more? It's not as like, think, sexy to talk about. Yeah, the problem. I think, I think the stat heads, right. I think the people that like think about records in a more meaningful way is, you know, will probably do things like that. Um, but I mean, I, I kind my of, book records are meant to be broken, right? I mean, oh, I know it's, yeah. a, it's a truism. Um, I mean, they, they have the person that held the record on the field, usually on these big ones. And they always say, you know, I'm humbled to see it broken. I knew it wouldn't last forever. Um, you know, players evolve, uh, the, 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 the major sports, if you look at the the people playing them over the years, they're different humans. It's, it's, you know, you, 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 you had a bit about Wilt Chamberlain, his hundred point game. Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's, yes, it's they're all playing sport. basketball, they're all playing football, but the game itself is actually different. Whether that's shot right. clock, games per season, the size of the field, like it, it's, you shouldn't, it's fun. It's very fun to do those like theoretical, who's better, Will, Michael, LeBron, but it's really meaningless. You, you It's apples and oranges. They're, they're playing different games. So you really shouldn't compare players or even stats or records right. from different quote unquote eras, which I know are hard to define. But when you go, 14 games, 16 games, 17 games, that's at least a hard line, right? Or when there's a rule change for touchbacks right. or, or, you know, field goal yards like that, that's concrete. You can kind of tell. And honestly, changes. yeah, I mean, for sure. In five years of the NFL, we won't even be talking about, you know, the records will all be broken. 17 games will be the new norm. You know, it's, you, you're, you only compare peers against peers. You don't compare against generations. Right. And uh, there's exceptions out to. there, but you'd be, yeah, you'd be foolish too. I mean, it's, it's, you don't need to minimize other people either present day or in the past. Just celebrate right. people for where they are against their competition in the moment, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. I mean, you know, the 
Dan Marino passing yard records of, of the of the nineties. I think people thought they would never be eclipsed. And then you have four quarterbacks in one year, basically passing for like 5,000 yards or something. Right. I yeah. Mean, but again, if we go to yards per game, right. But sure, sure, sure. And the air, the era, because you went from a passing went from running prolific. game to a passing game where people throw 42 uh, attempts a game, you know, that's, yeah, that's maybe twice as much as they did 20 years ago. So um, so I guess all that being said, what people want to know yeah, is people uh, are here for the picks, right? The picks. Who is your pick, Ian? Who's your pick? Well, you know, I always I always uh, want the Pats to do well, Patriots. Um, I don't see them advancing to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, maybe in the AFC, the Chiefs, they definitely have the weapons. They, they've been there the past couple of years. Uh, so maybe my, my pick is chiefs Rams. And I, I guess I'll go with chiefs, uh, as my pick. I'm not particularly fond of them, but I do think if someone said who, who's probably going to win, I'm, I'm going to probably say the chiefs. What about you? Well, my pick will be just as original. If you were to flip a coin every year and one side was tails <laughs> and the other side was Tom Brady, you'd be right half the time. You so would be, until he retires against Tom Brady until he, until he loses. Yeah. The until Tom Brady Buccaneers. Games. Yep. That's who's gonna. Yeah, so. All right. Well, time will tell. Um, our viewers will have to just wait, just like the rest of us. Yep. Uh, topic two. NFTs, N- not NFL. NFTs, Mark. Not yes. NFL, NFTs. No, non- we have the N and we have the F. But... Non-fungible tokens. Non-fungible uh, tokens, yes. Yes, you have the definition. What's fungible? Do you have that up top of your head? No. Oh, we dropped the ball on that one. My bad. <laughs> Basically, they've exploded, though. Uh, they've been around for close to a decade, but they really, really blew up. 2014, believe it or not. I was surprised yeah. to see that. You had a cool stat. You said a staggering $174 million has been spent on NFTs since November of 2017. $174 million. I feel like it's probably even more than that. I don't know where that source was. Honestly, I feel like $170 million of that was in the last six months, right? Yeah. It's one of those um, things where it has exploded. But basically, is it is it the modern-day digital trading Coin, digital card, beanie baby, you know? Yeah. So you hear comparisons. It's a digital asset, right? So it's not a physical property. But is it just, is it a fill-in for beanie babies, for trading cards, for actual art? Um, I mean, these are, they represent real life objects. They, you know, art, music, and and video games and things, but they're not. They're bought and sold online with cryptocurrency. Um, So... Here we Is go. Here, right here's, here's my fungible. definition. I just had to look it up. <laughs> Non-fungible. Unique digital identifier that cannot be copied, substituted, or subdivided. And of course, right. it's all so tracked in the blockchain. That, that's a huge part of this. When you purchase your digital piece of art, whatever, it's yours, Mark. It's, it's the blockchain. You own it. Completely it's yours. unique. It's yeah. completely unique. Uh, there's no copying, right? I mean, I, mean, I could. Pay for. I could take a screenshot of yours and copy it, but it's not the same asset. It would not be the same asset. You would not be able to get anywhere close to that kind of money. So yeah. basically, you know, you ask 20 people, are they here to stay? This is, is this a fad? Is this, is this going to, is this going to burst? Is this going to change investment, investment forever? I mean, there are some people out here who think nothing will ever be the same. This is a game changer. Uh, what do you think though? I mean, it's, what's your take on it? Well, I think there's kind of two different branches that I've kind of learned about or identified or thought about. There's the uh, trading card collectible you know, forced digital scarcity kind of piece where they generate sure, uh, sure. 10,000 of these apes, you know, uh, but Jimmy Fallon and a bunch of celebrities buy them. They go on a right, yacht together, thing. right? Sure, there's, sure. there's that. And then there's the, what your avatar will wear in the metaverse where Nike or Lululemon or these different companies are creating sure. things for Sandbox you to buy and wear. Yeah. 
Um, I guess those are kind of unique collectible too, but I, I don't know. I kind of see them as different. Um, I get, you said you could ask 20 people for their opinion. I don't know about 20 people. Are you buying Ian any NFTs? Do you have any desire to? Not, I, I, I don't have a huge interest in it. I, I think that um, the idea of spending serious money on a digital asset is just kind of a nasty. I, think, I, I don't think I would feel anything. I, don't, I think I'd feel empty, disappointed. Well, it's definitely not like with crypto. It's like, oh, I buy Shiba, I buy Dogecoin. It's a get rich quick scheme, right? But mm -hmm. NFTs is kind of like an art form. When you buy art, you're not going to flip it in a day. It's not get rich quick, right? Is art not buy and hold typically. So I don't see the yeah. appeal for some. I think if you want to do NFTs, that's fine, but you should fund your 401k and your Roth IRA and your emergency fund and your HSA and get all that yeah. in order. And then this better be, we touched yeah. on it, I think with cryptocurrency previously, your three or your 5% of your- money you're your, willing to lose, sure, sure. And lose I it. mean, I think, I think one thing you had mentioned previous to recording this is you had looked into- how much do these actually cost, right? Because you you see on Yahoo News and Google, $100,000, 3 million. Yeah. But you said that there are some that it costs as little as 3 to $5. Yeah, I so, went to- I mean, and then price this is, to play is, is low. I went to crypto.com, not sponsored, and you, you could bid right sure, now for sure. five or six bucks on something. Um, I think you also have to pay some gas fees with Ethereum, which is like a transaction cost. So that adds something to the buyer and the seller. But it, yeah, exactly. it looks like you could actually bid at a pretty low level. So- at that point, maybe it'd be worth exploring just to, it's kind of the payment to learn, you know? Yep. But I don't even know what I would do with it. I don't know if I would have it on my wallpaper, mount it on my wall. Who would I, I don't it know. Is, it is weird. It's, 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 it's new enough that I can't quite wrap my head around it, but it's also built on the principles of collectibles and trading cards that I totally I totally get and, and quite enjoy actually. Well, our generation um, loves that stuff, right? I mean, every generation yes. did. It used to be, you know. Yes. It was stamps baseball cards, yeah, stamps, baseball cards, coins, whatever. But even for us, it was yeah, Pokemon cards, magic cards, beanie babies, action so, figures, anything, right? I, so who's anything with who's yeah. buying these? Is it the the teenagers or is it millennials with money? Is it retirees? Yeah, boomers are buying these things. Who's buying them? Yeah, I think it's probably millennials. I think it's it's in the generation you know below them in terms of age. You know, it's like teenagers, people in their twenties, and so on and so forth. I mean, people that have this idea of collectibles being interesting they're coming of age in a time where crypto is blossoming and blooming and becoming easier to get into um and then i think this metaverse is like is the is pouring the baking soda on the sort of lava right it's sort of creating this bubble the baking soda on the lava okay yeah i was trying to go for sort of that you know <laughs> baking soda and vinegar volcano thing right it's kind of yeah. the explosion it's the plume if you will so I think we're going to hear about this, honestly, for the next five years. Is Hold there, I mean, is there an is avenue away. for you and me to make money off of them? That is a huge question. That's part, and I, I don't think, I think the answer right now is no. How about um, this? Here's you don't third. see on the news articles, people saying that they've made any money on this. They're saying they purchased these things for these huge mm -hmm. sums, right? And the That's people who said, made them are yeah. profiting. Buy and hold you know? art, right? Uh, but is, have I seen a story where someone buys something for a thousand dollars and flips it for, for $10,000 in a month? I have not seen that. So what about, can you I'm do, sure. can you do like a fractional NFT, like a fractional share? Is that a, is that a available yet? I'm sure it will be. If not, I'm yet. sure it will be. I don't think it is because I think they're so beholden to this idea of the sake, the it's, it's sacred that it exists in the blockchain. There's Ownership. a single owner, but, um, I mean, it's going to evolve and change, right? How about I mean, this? I just thought of a, a third 
I don't know, possible pathway. Uh, why can't you make your own? You have MS Paint, right? Yes. How, yeah. I mean, what's I think, the mechanism I think, for that? Should we do that? Maybe that's like. A I think I'm probably more goal? intrigued about the creation aspect. Let's, let's make right? an NFT. We should try that. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's put up that on our, on our to do list. Yes, definitely. Uh, let's get into it related, right? Maybe a logo. Maybe your your new jingle we just heard. Beautiful. We could we could we could monetize that perhaps for right. between one and two dollars. I'm guessing. You heard it here um, live. When we make our Patreon page, you'll have an NFT. I don't know. We'll, we'll go we'll go somewhere with it. You can you, you can pour that vinegar on our on our, our baking soda, so to speak. Um, <laughs> all right. So, NFTs. I'm in non fungible tokens. If you have a better, is the key word, Google more succinct that definition, more succinct definition, please leave it in the comments below to help us out. Oh. Right. Um, I'm in, I think it's cool, right. uh, but not in for much money. So, uh, here we go. Our wild card story is parenting. Yes. Uh, Mark and I are, are parents, relatively young children. Um, we thought it might be interesting and, you know, kind of interesting little topic to talk about thoughts on parenting things we kind of wish we knew. So Mark, what is your, what is your philosophy? What do you bring to this parenting discussion? When my wife was pregnant with her first child, I read all the books, you know, what to expect and you're expecting for fathers, all that stuff. And that worked well. I feel like for the first six months, cause you kind of follow a track. Kind of follow that chart, right? <laughs> and oh, after that. Page 25 now, oh, on page 36, right? Yeah. yeah. After that, it's all out the window. Um, I think about it every day. You know, the things I think I do well, the things I think I don't do well. Um, I kind of tried to summarize it to a few simple bullet points. We can maybe expand on or you share yours, but I'll share mine first. Yeah, so please do. I think as best you can, you should try to identify the interest of your children and foster that without forcing it. Um, so one of my kids is interested in maps. So when we go to the zoo, make sure he gets a map to look at. Yeah. Um, I bought him a, a globe for his birthday so he can look at that. Um, we do puzzles with the US, right? So kind of, if he has an interest in it, I want to have it available. Yeah, later. And if yeah. it goes away, so be it. Uh, number two on that theme, exposure, exposure, exposure. So I think you should expose your children to different activities, definitely. But mm -hmm. also, especially with the world we live in, different people, different places, different thoughts and different Love ideas. That. Love that. I don't want my child to have my point of view just because it's my point of view, right? I want them to find their own way. And to develop and whether that's out their own yeah, politics or religion or their, their friends or the social circle, right? You know, no, I don't want them doing, you know, drugs and a bunch of underage drinking, but they got to find themselves, I guess. So sure. um, encourage questions and be honest when you don't have the answer, say, I don't know. You try to answer it as much as you can. And this one's, you know, maybe corny, but just say, I love you as much as you can. So that can I love be, that one. I mean, yeah. What else can you do? So, uh, those are awesome. So some of the things that, you know, I kind of came up with, I think at the end of the day, um, I think you can really lean into being supportive. I think if you are supporting your kids in the way that they need to, based on the situation, um, when they need, when they need kindness, you show them kindness when you need, when they need to be told they did something wrong, you know, you can be strict. And then one of the things that I've been starting to do is honestly, weekly, daily, you know, spending five minutes and sort of replaying the day, kind of figuring out the moments where things didn't go very well. And then really drilling down on, you know, making changes that you can do right away, I think. Right. Um, so yeah. I think one of the things that I struggle with is being super consistent 
with discipline, you know, if always if, who is if at 530, you know, things are going astray and you say, hey, there's no more technology tonight. You know, we're not going to do any any watching, you know, sometimes by seven o'clock, they've been good. And I kind of softened and then you kind of give in. And I always at the end of the day think, you know, I probably should have just set that limit and be consistent because, you know, you, you we struggle with kind of being friend, parent, chief enforcer, all these different labels. And sometimes you're going to be frustrated, but you have to kind of lean in on, on one at any given time, right? Let's, I that's think something that I kind hard. of been thinking about. It's hard because sometimes you know the role you're playing at that moment, the authority figure, the friend of the teacher, right. but sometimes they don't know the role you're playing. Maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah. And, um, you know, some of the other things is, you know, let your partner be their own parent. You know, it's, yeah. it's they're going to have their own little bit, their own, their own little take, their own little wrinkle. Um, and that's just okay, right? You're not going to be a clone. You're not going to have the exact same expectations, the exact same ways of describing things. Um, you know, be realistic about your expectations, you know, especially, you know, I have sons who are starting sports. They're not going to be perhaps great at every portion of the sport. They're not going to be great maybe at all the different aspects of school. You know, you have to be realistic that things are going to fall into place when they fall into place. And this goes back into being the whole supportive thing. You, you support the things that aren't going well and you praise and you can say, hey, you're doing great at this. You know, maybe work on this. Let me show you what I would do to your situation. So do you, let me put you on the spot. Do you yeah. find yourself doing things that you hated that your parents did to you? when you were a kid? Um, yeah, I think sometimes when you just, you kind of snap and maybe raise your voice and you kind of, you're, you kind of become a person that you, that you're really not in the spur of the moment. Yeah. And everyone gets taken aback. Everyone's sort of surprised, including yourself. Yeah. You maybe you didn't see you were going there. And then like, like half an hour later, you know, you're dying to go to them and be like, you know, that, 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 that was just a weird moment. That wasn't me. I raised my voice in a way that just it kind of hit me. And then, you know, I think that's something going back to being consistent, you know, it's just like really trying to be as even killed as possible because kids just absorb and learn everything. I know they do. It's amazing. It's amazing what they'll tell me little snippets or tidbits or just phrases that I'm like, where did you get that? And I was like, oh, maybe from me, maybe you from said, right. the neighbors or the bus or like it's we, just something that hits you out of the blue, right? We took my kid to the local museum on Friday and we hadn't been there since before COVID. So two plus years ago. And he, sure, his, sure. He, he knew it. He remembered it. He was three years old at the time and he, he knew it. Yeah. I was like, how do you remember? So, yeah. I mean, one of the things that I'm trying to kind of deal with in real time is trying to get them to become sort of lifelong readers, people who enjoy the enjoy reading basically as, <clears throat> as a hobby books are intriguing to them. And it's sort of like picking a chapter book and like reading a chapter a night and sort of like trying to create readers and, how much do you, how much do you push that? Do you just, do you, do you just make it a thing where you read every night, but you can see their eyes roll in the back of their heads three out of yeah. five nights in a row. I know. You know, when they fail at a task and they seem discouraged, do you let yes. them walk away? Do you force them to do keep for, to, build, right. to build resiliency? Um, I mean, you, basically how much do you insert yourself into the everyday minutia versus the letting them, minutia? letting them be a kid, letting them fail <clears throat> versus, right. Oh, I have to prepare them for their future career as a whatever. Right. 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 You know, I mean, like some things like brush your teeth every night, like you just, they're, they're never going to want to do it. You just, you just you pound into their heads and it becomes yeah. a habit. Right. That's the easy stuff. Maybe I don't know. It's easy stuff. But then it's like, but like I also... said, reading or like 
you want them to have sort of in some Eat, ways the same eating, interests you have eating, eating perfect, healthy perfect 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 <laughs> i'm on this meal. big thing now Every where you and meal doing all these all these salads and things like that and you know i can force myself to be uncomfortable eating all this kale but it's like <laughs> at some point how much do you make them clean their plate you know clean play club right you hear this yeah. thing where it's like you can just sit here until your plate's clean eat your vegetables eat a bite for every age you are you know those are the things you have to just figure out where you want to be in that you know i mean it's it, it's a continuum right you sort of choose what spoke you're on i think the uh, the takeaway maybe is uh you mentioned earlier reflect each evening reflect on what you did well self-reflection is huge mm -hmm. and, and then work on tomorrow tomorrow's always a new opportunity it's a new day yeah i mean remember i guess there's uh there's no such thing as a perfect parent so don't just got to be present and yeah. um love them basically I, I i couldn't tell you how much i appreciated your statement about saying i love you as much as possible i think that's ridiculously important and it's corny as heck but i i absolutely love it mark so i i really appreciate you putting that in there so thank you Ian. um so yeah parenting we'd love to hear your thoughts um that was a story topic that actually came from a longtime listener suggested doing a topic on parenting. So um, really appreciated that. We, we hope that as this progresses, you guys out there uh, continue to give us interesting ideas and thoughts. Uh, so Mark, I'm going to turn over the recap to you, buddy. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right. Our three stories, sports, the uh, number of games doesn't really change the product on the field. And the NFL postseason should be as exciting as always to those Likely who will be. are interested. Yep. Uh, for finance, NFTs are interesting. We obviously have more to, to, to learn and they're worth checking out. Fungibility. Um, but make sure you take care of your other finances first before going way too deep. Um, hashtag, this is not financial advice, right? <laughs> and parenting, you don't have to be perfect. Just being present is really enough. Um, so as you mentioned, Ian, one of our topics came from a longtime listener. Thank you. If you have topics for, you know, suggestions for topics, drop them below. Um, or you can join our growing community. We hit a milestone today, 50 plus people on Facebook. Just yep, search for Let's Get Into It. Yeah. Google's picking us up fast. And as always, the links for our social stuff will be down below. Um, yeah, if you enjoy watching this podcast, find us on YouTube. It's the place to be. Otherwise, you can enjoy listening to us on uh, Spotify or Anchor. We are also available on those um, streaming services. Uh, thanks as always for joining us. Um, I'm Ian. And I'm Mark. And this has been. This has been. Let's, Let's get, get into, into it. it. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a research report, financial or life advice, and does not constitute an endorsement of any product, service, individual, or organization.